And I'm Nicole. We've been friends for 20 years, and we love talking about all things momming and marriage. And even though we've been friends for so long, we have different perspectives on a lot of different things. I'm a mom to a toddler boy, and I have an opinion about just about anything. And I have no fear of talking about things that most people shy away from because it might make them uncomfortable. And I'm a mom of two girls, one with a physical disability and another with a lot of allergies. So life hasn't always been easy, but it gives me a unique perspective on mommy and marriage. On this podcast, you'll hear about it all from dirty diapers to pelvic floor physical therapy to who cleans the toilets, me or my husband. So no matter what led you to our podcast today, we are excited you decided to listen to it. Good grief, mama. Welcome back to Good Grief Mama. And today we're going to talk about if it's okay to fart in front of your friends. <laughs> I love how you just said that as if you were like an announcer for like some kind of game show on TV. Welcome back. And today... <laughs> maybe maybe that's in my future is game show hosting. Hey, you never know. Good Grief Mama can be a springboard for you. Yeah. But back to the farting. I always know when my husband has farted because he starts laughing like a crazy person, like a dying horse. He's laughing. And I'm just like, I know you farted. Like, you know. <laughs> so when, it, when is it okay to fart in front of people? Is it ever okay? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't fart in front of people, like pretty much only my family and you. <laughs> yeah. I think we've established that I'm family. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I mean, even before when Nathan and I were just dating... I would hold it in like and be uncomfortable until I could like go to a different room or go to the bathroom or whatever. And for whatever reason, like I couldn't do that often. And so I remember like being uncomfortable, like needing to fart and not doing it. See, I'm more under the impression that, you know, you try to fart quietly and then you just don't talk about it. And then if they don't say anything, then we can all pretend like it didn't happen. Even if you fart and don't say anything about it, you know that other person knows. I have been in a room many times where people have farted and they thought it was silent maybe, but it wasn't. Like it wasn't the loudest thing in the world. But like then it's just like this silent understanding basically. I know you farted. You know you farted. But nobody needs to say anything about it. And then it's weird. Well, my thing is, is when you announce it, like you do sometimes. It's just oh, I like, totally do. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm about to fart. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay. Well, then I definitely not only know that it was you, but I heard that. And I know it was a fart. <laughs> you can't play it off and be like, well, that kind of sounded like Nicole farted, but maybe it was just a squeaky table. No, or everybody maybe, knows. No, not everyone knows. In the comments, friends, let us know <laughs> if you are allowed to fart in front of your friends and family. And if you spouses, announce it. And if you announce it, or if you just... You just sit silently into the night. (laughs) And you just, everybody just sits there in the silent understanding that we all know Nicole just farted. Also, are we going to have to mark this as explicit because we can't (laughs) talk about farting? (laughs) You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what's appropriate. I know in The Lion King, at least the original, they don't actually say the word fart. Really? I know. Oh. Like they stop Pumbaa before he says the word. And they're like, whoa, hey, not in front of the kids. That's Not that I've watched Lion King that often that I know the quote. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) That's so funny. And then maybe we'll put explicit at the beginning of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, when I submit it to the website, I have to click whether it's explicit. Well, you might have to click explicit this episode. (laughs) But the rest of this episode hopefully isn't too explicit because we are talking about stress. And how for us, or at least especially for me, I just always seem to be stressed or anxious about something. I worry that I'm overscheduled or underscheduled. I worry that my kids are behind in their development. I worry that my kids are too wild or that I'm not spending enough time with my husband. I The list of worries just seems to always continue. 
Yeah, there are things that I never thought I would worry about or stress about that I totally do now. And for instance, like my kid's weight is a constant stressor for me. And it's not helpful that like my parents always point out how skinny he is and whatever, because he's just a skinny and tall kid. (laughs) And no matter how much he eats, he doesn't gain weight in it, but it stresses me out. Anyway, that stresses me out. My kid's poop color, explicit. The <laughs> We already put explicit at the beginning of the episode, so you just have to be careful for the rest of it. <laughs> Poops and farts. Yeah, anyway, the color of my kid's poop. Yeah, he's almost three years old, and I still get weirded out like about the color of his poop. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about it when you were talking about it. Like, do I still look at Natalie's poop? And I do, because like I have to help her use the restroom sometimes just because of her disability. And I'm like, yeah, I do check her poop. And I'm like, is this solid? Is it not solid? Who worries about these things but moms? Right? (laughs) Do you check your husband's poop? I hope not. Certainly not. (laughs) I wonder too if like once he starts actually pooping in the potty instead Mm. of in his diaper, like I won't look at as much. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It just, it weirds, it stresses me out. And then like I'll worry about, you know, are we doing enough fun activities or I don't even know. It's just stress about stupid stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Why does stress always seem to be about the things that aren't actually important? Like obviously we stress about important things, but... So often I feel like my main stressors are things that are not as important. And one of those things is just time management. And I think that stress is just really me not being as smart as I should be when it comes to what I do with my time and how early I wake up in the morning, for instance. Because I've decided that if I wake up at 6.20 and my daughter's bus leaves at 7.05, that that's plenty of time to get myself up, get her up, get her breakfast, and get her on the bus. 6.20 is so early. I know, which is why I have no desire to wake up earlier. But at the same time, I've given myself 35 minutes to do all of that stuff, which I don't know if is enough time. And then I do love being up that early because then by like 7.10, I can like get a workout in. I can eat my breakfast before my other daughter wakes up at like 7.38. And so that's really nice. And but every day I just feel like I'm rushing in the morning. So maybe I should just start waking up at 6 a.m. That sounds miserable, but maybe that's what needs to happen because... That's how early she has to get ready for the bus. Yeah. I honestly, I do remember back in the day, I used to wake up early and go to the gym and work out and come Mm. home and stuff before I went to work. And I did feel very accomplished. So yeah, it's nice to get the workout done in the morning. And it seems like there's just so many different things that can bring stress. And when I wake up, shouldn't be one of them, but it just seems like it is. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that really stresses me is just like the list It always just seems so long. Like I have a to-do list on my phone and the list just always seems to extend on and on and on of the things that I need to get done that day. And I get anxious. And when there's no list, I feel like I'm even more anxious because I'm like, I'm forgetting something. Yeah, there has to be something that I'm missing. (laughs) There's nothing on my list. I have to be doing something. What is it? And then sometimes I have to delete things from my list because it stresses me out because I'm just like, I know I'm not going to get all this done today. And if I have my whole week's like to-do list on my phone all on Monday, then I'm going to be like, I need to get this all done today. When really we all know that if you have a list of 10 things to do in one day, you're going to get two or three things done. That's just life. It's a sad, sad part of life, but it is. I agree though. Balancing staying at home mom life with household duties, with spending time with my friends and with doing podcast stuff. And as each new thing is added to my life, which all those things I just listed are really good things. They're not bad things in my life. They're good things. But as more things get added to my life, even if they're good, like they're adding stress to my life and I just need a better schedule. I mean, we literally today had a video competition basically (laughs) of like whose 
like kitchen was the dirtiest (laughs) because I did not plan my weekend out well and I did not do the dishes. And by the time I saved to do the dishes, I didn't want to do them. And so it's like a whole weekend full of dishes and takeout food and trash and stuff just like all over my kitchen counter. And that's because I didn't plan well. (laughs) And it was funny because you like to think that you won because your kitchen was so dirty, but you I did win. (laughs) It was nasty. Yeah. I will say that while your kitchen was dirtier than mine, I still hadn't taken out all of the luggage from the weekend trip to my grandma's house. The toys that we had played with on Thursday before we left from my grandma's house were still all over the stairs upstairs. Nora had pulled every book off the shelf in her bedroom. So it's like, while your kitchen was really dirty, my entire house was dirty. (laughs) Honestly, that's the worst part about traveling is putting stuff away when you get home. My stuff, if I don't put it away the day I get home... It sits in a suitcase for an entire week. Well, the funny thing is, is mine did. So I went on a short vacation with my husband the previous weekend. And then my girls were staying at my parents' house. And so I packed them a bag and I packed my bag. Both of those bags were still in my room for this weekend a week later, not necessarily on purpose, but just because I was that lazy and didn't take them out. But it was nice when I was packing in like 10 minutes because I was like, oh, snap. I need a pack before we leave to go to the children's museum because we're leaving straight from the children's museum to go to my grandma's house. And so I was like, well, it's a good thing that half my stuff for the girls and half my stuff for me is already in this bag. <laughs> so it worked out for you. I know. I mean, I already had my pajamas and my toiletries in both the bags and I just needed to pack some cat supplies and diapers and call it a day. And call it a day. You know, it's just so many different things to stress us out. And I think the thing that gives me the most anxiety is temper tantrums, especially those ones that are in public and even sometimes the ones that are at home. But when I tell myself that it's going to be a great idea to let Nora just walk around the grocery store with me because it's like cute and she's going to get to learn responsibility and whatever else I deluded myself to thinking made it a good idea. And then the first thing we do when we get into the store is get a bag of Cheetos. And that's fine. Okay, everything's going great. Then she wants a second, third, fourth, fifth bag of Cheetos. And I tell her no. And so she's lying in the middle of the front of the grocery store screaming. (laughs) Oh, girl's got to have her Cheetos. And Cheetos are good. And they were the puffs, you know, and puffs are are the best. And so that was wonderful. You know, or then there's when you're at home and you get to hear all the lovely screams when your daughter comes home from a long day of school and decides that she does not want to go to bed because she has a blade of grass that she's been playing with outside and it needs to come to bed with her. I can't with her and the things that she chooses that need to go to bed with her, like the little tiny fork and the little blade of grass that just cracks me up. It's so funny because it is something, it's different every day. And it could be something like a blade of grass. It could be that. It could be the Miss Potato Head nose. And then she will go into her toy closet and she will try to find the Miss Potato Head section and she will take out all the toys looking for this ridiculous little tiny plastic nose that she needs to hold in her hand while she sleeps. And if she doesn't get whatever said week's obsession is, she screams at the top of her lungs and refuses to listen to me. And in honestly, both situations were extremely unreasonable. (laughs) But sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and keep moving. Because if you let all of these little things stress you out, I mean... Stress leads to gray hair, and if I let everything stress me out, I would be gray by the time my kids go to kindergarten. (laughs) Oh, man. I can imagine. Sometimes, though, I worry. Like, it stresses me out that I'm not doing enough activities. Mm. Like, I'm not doing enough, or he's going to – like, the fear of missing out, but it's for my kid. Like, 
I fear that he's going to miss out on something. Even just like this past weekend, he was sick. Like he wasn't feeling good. And Pax is hardly ever sick. Like he'll have a random day where he doesn't feel good. And then the next day he feels fine. But this has lasted like two days. And like he got sick Friday night. He wasn't feeling well. But that weekend we had a lot of fun stuff planned. We were supposed to go to our lake house where all of my family was going to be like both my brothers and like my brother's, my older brother's kid and my parents and all this stuff. They were going to have a lot of fun. And then on Sunday, we were going to go to church like normal, but then we were going to go to the demolition derby at the state mm. fair which he was going to love. And I was going to get deep fried Oreos. And <laughs> so they were the plan. <laughs> there was a plan. And then he wasn't feeling well. And obviously, like I have no problem staying home because he doesn't feel well. But then I was like, oh, he's missing out on demolition derby and he's missing out on, you know, the lake with family. And he would be like, I want to go. Can I go to the lake today? And I'm like, no, buddy, we don't feel good. And he goes, I, I feel good. And then he would cough and then he'd go, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so he at least admitted it to himself that he didn't feel good. <laughs> I know, which is pretty much how I knew he was actually not feeling good. So anyway, sometimes I feel like it stresses me out because I got FOMO for him. Like, I don't want him to miss out. But at the same time, your kids have no idea what they're missing out on. Like we forget that you don't like go through your weekly schedule with your kids, like maybe with your husband, but your kids don't like know that they're going to demolition derby unless you've maybe been talking about it all week or something. Like my daughter, she was supposed to go to soccer practice tonight after we went to my grandparents' house, but she literally told my husband at 530, she's like, daddy, I want to go to bed. And then he he was like, do you want some like chocolate bears, which is like her favorite snack, like just like something to eat before bed. She's like, no, I just want to go to bed. And we're like, okay, she's tired. If she's saying no to chocolate before (laughs) bed, then she's ready to go to sleep. And when I went to check on her by six o'clock, she was out like a light. Oh, so, but you know what? Would she have had fun at soccer practice? Maybe, but not if she's that tired. Yeah. Not if she's that tired. She's not going to be upset that she missed it though. And for me, sometimes you just, you do feel guilty because you feel like you need to be at all these events. And for me, I always want to be at all of our different church events because one, I think they're really fun. And two, because I want my kids to have that relationship with not only God, but with our friends who go to the, our church. But sometimes you have to choose things like sleep, like we just talked about, or your family events over that. Like one time we had a church event that we really wanted to go to, but it was the same weekend that we were supposed to go visit a family member who we never get to see. And it's like, well, what's in the grand scheme of things more important? Yeah. And I honestly don't notice always when I'm stressed. Hmm. It's not like I'm just sitting there thinking, man, I am so stressed right now. Sometimes I do, but the majority of the time I don't notice that I'm stressed until it starts showing up physically in me. Like my muscles are really tight or I'm super tired or I'm cranky, or I would rather shut down and just watch TV reruns than I, than tackle something on my list or, you know, read a book or something like that. That's like, those are big signs to me that I am stressed. And even this past year, I got just like regular blood work done at my physical and my blood work was showing that I was stressed. (laughs) You know, they'd be like, okay, well, this and this are, you know, off. And usually those are indicators of stress. But the funny thing was, is if you asked me at the time, what was I stressed about? I literally told them, I'm not stressed. Like I'm not stressed about anything. I have all these good things going on in my life. That's when I realized that, and I learned that stressors are not necessarily bad things in your life. Like you're not being stressed by bad things all the time. Like all the things in my life that were causing stress were good things. I had transitioned to be a stay-at-home mom. We had a kid. We started our podcast. All these things were good things, but good things can still cause stress in your life. And so I, I think I had always just thought I'm not stressed because I wasn't having anything bad going on in my life. But that's when I kind of learned Stress can be caused by good things too. I know for me, when my schedule gets too busy or when my kids are like getting really loud or, you know, frustrated, 
I seem to start to tense up as well. And I know those are sometimes the worst times for me. And I also get these like massive headaches. So I know I've had a long day when I like have to take two Advil before I go to bed. So I'm just, I always used to think that I had a headache because of something else. Like I had a headache because I was watching too much TV or I had a headache because like I banged my head on something or whatever. I never thought it could be because of stress. But I know I've had a long day if I have a headache at the end of it because either maybe my kids were screaming all day or like I said, like I just, it was a really busy day. I even can get like a stomach ache. And I think that's more because you're so busy or stressed or anxious about things that you don't, you either don't eat healthy or you just don't eat a lot at all. So then you have like a stomach ache because you're hungry or because you ate a bunch of junk food that day because you were just eating out of stress or anxiety more than anything else. Well, and your mind and your gut are connected. So there's like a big mind-gut connection. When your mind is all stressed out, it causes problems with your digestion and your GI tract. So you're definitely, it makes total sense that you would have a stomach ache for sure. Yeah. So can we blame all of like my extra weight on stress and not like my poor eating? <laughs> sure. You know, I read somewhere that when you lay on your back, stress weight stays up Mm. and normal fat kind of like falls to the sides. You know what I mean? Like when you're laying on your Mm. back, flat on your back, like your fat should kind of like fall to the sides a little bit, like kind of flatten out. But stress weight stays up is what I have heard. And Well, I have definitely laid on my back to see if I can make my fat go away and it Uh doesn't. And so I'm definitely calling it all stress fat. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Not that I know if this is real or not. I've decided it's real and we're going with it for forevermore. But honestly, sometimes I just need to take a breath and pause and not let the crazy list of struggles get me down. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I have tried this past year to help with stress because because my blood work was showing it and I couldn't figure out why I was stressed. I was like, I need to do something. And everybody always says to journal when you're stressed. But honestly, journaling I have found kind of stresses me out because I don't know what to journal about. Do I journal about what's stressing me? Do I journal about what I'm thankful for? Do I journal prayers? Do I just journal about my day? Do I, what do I journal about? And then, so then when I like sit down to start to journal to relieve my stress, I'm more stressed because I don't know what I'm supposed to be writing about. I I just feel like if I were to like just straight up journal, it would just be like, I'm mad about this. I'm mad about that. I don't think I would remember all the things I'm thankful for because I would, for me, I feel like journaling would be just write down what you're mad about and hope it goes away. Like, I don't know if that's (laughs) true. Put it on paper and let it go away. And then honestly, the only journals I even remember having like writing throughout my life was like, you know, fifth grade. I really love Bobby Joe. He is the cutest boy in class. (laughs) Uh, Even from back as far as like second grade, I have journals and it's like, this guy's cute. (laughs) I had a great day. (laughs) And then I literally would end it with, bye. (laughs) Like, I don't think I have like any journals that weren't like me obsessing about boys. So like, I'm not really sure if this journaling would go well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone in, you know, the quotes, whatever, everybody says to journal, but I just don't know. It stresses me out more. Maybe we need to take a journaling class. Right? Maybe we just need to have more instruction on journaling. (laughs) Let us know how you journal. And if if maybe like there was a YouTuber you followed or a class that you took or something that we could do. Maybe we're just a little too type A for this. We might be. We might not be go with the flow enough. (laughs) Yeah. But some things that I have done that have definitely helped with stress. I have tried grounding, which I've mentioned before, but grounding essentially is literally just walking barefoot on the ground. So on earth, not on like cement. (laughs) So like- Can you wear socks? It's supposed to be like your skin, like touching the ground. Got it. I don't know what it does, like the science behind why it does this, but walking on like sand, grass, dirt, whatever- 
It has been shown to lower inflammation in your body, improve your sleep, improve your blood pressure, alleviate fatigue, reduce anxiety, reduce stress, and to improve your mood. So I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. I do sometimes go in my backyard like when I'm playing with the girls and I don't wear shoes or socks. If I feel stressed, I go outside and I walk around in the grass or I just like sit in the grass, you know what I mean? Mm. And like put my feet on the grass, whatever. So yeah, I've done that. I've also been doing like adrenal cocktails, which is essential. It's literally just a source of vitamin C, a source of potassium and minerals. So it's, I use fresh squeezed orange juice. Like I squeeze orange juice out of oranges and then I do aloe vera juice or aloe vera water rather because I don't like coconut water. You can also do coconut water. Yeah, I'm allergic to coconuts. Yeah. Surprise, I just don't surprise. like the taste. It tastes like suntan lotion to me. Ugh. I mean, the water itself, I, I feel like doesn't taste very much like coconut. Anyway, that's a way of thing. And then <laughs> some kind of salt that has minerals in it. Anyway, so it's just that, but basically the adrenal cocktail with the vitamin C, the potassium, and the minerals are supposed to help replenish your body with minerals and nutrients that stress depletes. So when you're stressed, your adrenal glands are depleted and can lead to adrenal fatigue where you need more nutrients in your body. And usually that's when people reach for like caffeine or sugar or whatever. And it's really just because they need more minerals. Their body needs to be filled back up. So been doing those as well. And I've been doing like deep belly breathing. A lot of times when I breathe, it's just in my chest, but it is, it's very much more relaxing and stress relieving when you breathe into your belly and like expand your belly rather than just your chest. So I've been doing that. I've been stretching a lot more because I just have not been taking time to stop and stretch. And then trying to include things in my schedule that make me go slow. So things like making sourdough bread. It is a slow process. It's like a full day to make a loaf of sourdough bread. And while like I like sourdough bread and there are definitely health benefits to it, it helps me to do the process because it's a slow process Mm. and it kind of slows me down. I feel like for me, there's a lot of different things that help, but I really like exercise and sometimes just going on a run slash walk and listening to music or an audiobook can really de-stress me and really just kind of bring me back to earth and bring me back to where I need to be. When I've been at the gym actually recently, I've been working on my breath when I do my weights and I feel like taking those deep breaths, like inhaling when you do one part of the workout and then exhaling when you do the next part of the workout can really help relieve my stress. And then honestly, depending on my mood, different music can de-stress me. Like sometimes I just need to listen to music that is background music. Like it's not actually words. I'm not actually listening to anything. It's just kind of like in the background, like you kind of said, slowing me down, making me relax. Well, and honestly, you need to try this, but at the gym, they have a hydro massage there. Mm. So that's super relaxing. (laughs) And it's 15 minutes where you're just laying there with this hydro massage on. So yeah, you can scroll your phone or you can just like pray or meditate. Like, I mean, it was, it was nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, praying is actually one of the other things that does make me feel better or like reading a devotional. Like I have a Bible app that has like a two minute video and then it has a devotional that goes along with it. And then it has a prayer. And like, sometimes it's just like when you're just like, I have no idea what I want to say telling me what to say sometimes helps. Yeah. (laughs) And it gives me something to focus on that week. And it like gives you like an action to move forward in your week with like, what do you want to do this week to make your day better or specifically your day better? And so all of that's helpful. And then when it comes to listening to music and audiobooks, it doesn't necessarily have to be on a run or a walk. I like even doing chores. Like I don't 
want to say that I love doing chores, but I will say that doing chores, especially when I know the kids aren't in the house and I can listen to the music as loud as I want, or I can listen to my audiobook without worrying about trying to hear what else is going on in the house and then getting like stuff done that de-stresses me. Getting to check stuff off that list, even if it's one or two things that week. And then I love being outside as well. And so I specifically bought a porch swing to go in my backyard and it's a bit shaded. So just to go out there, I don't even need to listen to music. Just to sit on my swing and soak up that vitamin D can just de-stress me in instant. Oh yeah. The sun is magical. (laughs) It is. Yep. A lot of times I just need to slow down and not forget the stressors because stress is there for a reason. Like it's there to motivate you to either do something or not do something, but to not let it control my body really. Because for me, it's really shows up physically. So like not letting it control my body and just being able to enjoy, you know, packs growing up and this beautiful house that we have and this wonderful life that we have. And the fact that I can stay home with him and just enjoy the things in my life and keeping stress where it needs to be, where it is a motivator, not a detractor. You know, it's not like taking away from my life and recognizing too that like stress can be caused by good things. And so catching that early before it really affects me is my goal, I guess, is to like catch it before it affects me, but also to learn and understand my body so that I know when I'm stressed because I don't always know when I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. So catching it before I'm like a tight muscle ball and sick. (laughs) Before like you get all those knots in your neck and you're you're all bent up and you're just getting those bad headaches and stomach aches. It just can be really hard. So don't let stress take over all the time. Sometimes you just need to have that date night with your husband, even if it's in your backyard while your kids are sleeping. Or take a drive and blast your favorite music. You just need to find those small moments to find ways to give yourself a break. And on your break... Listen to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) And right after you're done with this episode, wherever you're listening, leave us a rating or review. Go over to our website. Check out our new blog posts. We have new blog posts up. We're doing them twice a month. So you will be able to hear from Nicole and I more in-depth on certain topics. We have a merch store, which is super fun. So you can get all that from our website. We love to hear from you. And we'll see you guys next next Monday. Monday. 